Christmas spirit. We are. Welcome to podcast number three of Ladies Night. That went by so fast. I know, hey. (laughs) I love the Christmas background. So my school this week is doing a Christmas concert tonight. And so I'm pulling double duty here. So I've tagged my mom into my kids and I am here, but I figured no one wants to see the messy resource room that I'm in. So put everybody in the holiday spirit <laughs> I mean, we, we got a lot going on like I'm up against deadlines you've got kids in the background I'm up against major deadlines at work before the end of the week but the one thing that I definitely look forward to is this podcast sitting alongside you Katie so yes I do too um yeah it's gonna be a good show today so Before we start, one thing um, I just wanted to bring up, thank you to everyone who purchased cameos for our Christmas Bureau fundraiser. I know Tracy made a cameo. I made a couple here and uh, they turned out, well, I don't know if they turned out great. Honestly, we we still have time, right? Like, so if anybody's out there and um, you're looking to do a little fundraising for the Christmas Bureau uh, insured park, um, just lean in and uh, we're, we're happy to provide more and obviously it goes to a super great cause uh, yeah. for the season we can get any kind of messaging you're looking for out there we're, <laughs> right. we're basically professionals at it at this point <laughs> I mean I do think you come from more of a funny side and I always tend to be so serious and loving and from the heart <laughs> yeah well there's something for everybody then there we is yeah the best of both worlds with us so <laughs> We agree. I we agree. can make it happen. <laughs> yeah. So what's happening for today? Let's do a little recap of what people All can right. expect so, from us. Yeah, we've got a lot of things going on today. We are going first over to the west side of the country mm-hmm. and hitting up with uh, Debbie Ely and Jackie Grosart about um, some of their WCBT events that they've been playing. Then we're heading over to the east side and we're going to go talk to Alyssa Campbell Um about her WCBT events, last year her success as a single player. Um, We're going to hit all the way on the other coast and talk some Newfoundland stuff Mm -hmm. and um, Fab Five update. Yeah, I mean, a fun fact that you brought to my attention was like, you know, it's always interesting to see what we're going to do for each podcast. And we've got so much content, like there's just so, so many accomplishments happening all the time but the fun fact that you shared with me in terms of our three guests maybe share a little bit more about that fun fact 
um, around the three women and why we why we selected them for this podcast. Yeah, we selected these three ladies because they are the only three players that mm-hmm. are um, are female players that have gone to all three WCBT events so far this season. Mm-hmm. So they were at Autumn Open in Calgary, and then they were at TPC in Edmonton or Sherwood Park, and then they all three played out in Winnipeg this last few weeks ago. Amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Can't, can't wait to have some discussions with them. That's awesome. Yeah. So I guess we could be like right on time and bring in our first, our first guest, um, all the way from, Oh, let me just see if I got it here. Our first guest, we can bring them in and hello. Hello. Hello ladies. How are you guys doing? great and yourself good very well guys yeah we're good we're we're ready to get started so well maybe I'll start a little bit with uh, Debbie's bio and then maybe Katie can do a little bit of a bio for Jackie and then we're you know we're going to ask you a few questions after but you ladies are obviously veterans in our game we're grateful to have you on I think it's a huge um, testament um, of your support already for the WCBT and actually being two out of the three females that have attended each event so far. And we know that we're huge advocates of supporting the WCBT and the five pin universe. So let's talk a little bit about Debbie's bio and then we'll uh, flip real quickly and and share uh, Jackie's accomplishments. So bowling for 27 years, which is a long time. Um, Teaching masters, you've had four golds, five silvers and one bronze. Um, Tournament Masters, two bronze with Chelsea, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, your daughter. Uh, mm-hmm. IP National Gold, 2019 Tournament Master of the Year. We'll probably pick at that a little bit because that's pretty cool stat. 2015 Open Nationals Mixed Team, um, receiving a silver. 2013 Four Steps um, National Gold Coach for the Senior Boys Team. So you're involved in the, in the youth aspect of our game. And then four steps national coach for the senior girls team, all three girls on your team. Oh, so we're going to pick at that a little bit. So be prepared for that. 2019 uh, ladies invitational champion. Is that correct? Yeah. Amazing. 2019 Regina classics um, in the eights on the, on the eight sides. And then 1246 quad 997 triple 408 high game and then a 238 high average. So let's noodle, noodle that. That's amazing. And maybe we'll flip to, 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 to Jackie a little bit here. Yeah. So 48 years. Hey, Jackie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 48 years of playing this game. That's amazing. No, no, no. I started playing at 40, the age of 40. Oh, started playing at 40. I thought you'd been playing for 48 years. No. I'm like, wow, that's. I can't imagine playing this for 48 years. I don't think I can hold up that long, but okay. So started playing at 48 first open nationals in 2001. That was your first time you played on a mixed team. They convinced you to play. Yes. And that team went to nationals and you've had seven more open national appearances since then. Yes. Right. Yeah. 19 consecutive masters nationals appearances. I think 19 years, not quite consecutive. I think I missed one or two years in between. 
that's I still pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then in there, 2008 bronze medal, 2010 bronze medal, 2012 gold for singles. Yes. Wow. 435 high game, still playing leagues three nights a week. Yes. Named top 100 players in Canada. Yes. Yeah, that was exciting. I'm just, that, I was surprised. Like, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> what an accomplishment. Where were you when they told you you were in the top 100? Oh, I'm not really sure where I was. No. You might have been at Nationals. Maybe. Um, I think we were notified before. Mm. Yeah. And I wasn't sure how it happened because I think we were notified after 2003. And yeah, I was just really surprised because there was some other stuff happened in 2003 that oh, yeah, I didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Fair. A fun, it's a fun group to be a part of. Right. And I think even now, like they try and keep the memories and they take photos every year. And um, it's quite an honor to be a, a part of that um, every yes. single year. Yeah. Yes. So I just feel so lucky in this sport like I've just been so lucky <laughs> yeah so part of the reason we wanted you two ladies to come and join us tonight is both of you have been at all three of the WCBT events this year for the tour yes yeah and like you guys have been obviously big supporters of the tour for many many years and you are frequents at pretty much every tournament so um <laughs> Right. <laughs> you try. Yeah. So like yeah. I guess the question is so like what is still motivating you guys to want to keep coming out, putting in that time, the financial commitment of flying out, because nothing's really local for you anymore. So it's right. always like a it's a trip to come out to the tournament. It's not just like a quick little drive down the highway. Mm -hmm. Well, um, for me it's I love the people. Like I like seeing all the people. Yeah. One day I think I'll get better at it, you know. Won't be so afraid of those boys. <laughs> never know when you're going to have a day. <laughs> That's true. You yes. never know. Yeah, you can't. You can't have your day if you're not at the tournament. <laughs> exactly. That's, ex That's exactly it. Like, you know, do you guys always decide to travel together, or it's just something that you enjoy together? Well, Debbie's yeah. my travel agent. When we decide to go somewhere, I go, Debbie, hook me up. <laughs> right. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we usually share a room together and yeah. Yeah. I've been a bit yeah. crazy flying the last couple of times. Holy. Yeah. Lots of delays and, and uh, interesting with the weather. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. You guys had a really hard time getting back from TPC. Mm hmm. Extra couple of days for sure. But yeah. you know, it really wasn't that horrible. <laughs> yeah. Besides bed and a remote control. I just made the best of it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Tell me a little bit about Tournament Master of the Year, Debbie, like 2019. And what does that like mean for those people who have maybe never received the award? And what did it mean to you? Well, it's, it, it's, it's definitely an accomplishment. And I was uh, grateful to be chosen. And, and uh, yeah, just, just pretty, pretty honored. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big deal, right? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And Jackie, yeah. take take me back to I know I pride a little bit today in terms of your um singles gold medal 
uh, singles title for masters. And I just want to take you back to memory lane because that's something that, you know, took me a long time to, to like achieve, but you, you know, you achieved it. And tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Um, we shared some memories today, a little bit about your mindset around that. Yeah, well, when I was singles and we were going to Newfoundland, I just went, I'm going there to win that gold medal. And uh, I bowled really well. I was in first, I was in second in the round robin. I was in first, I was in second. And then I ended up in second overall and I had to play Bonnie McDonald. And then I played a gal from Ontario. And I was just on fire. Like it didn't matter how I threw the ball, the pins went down. I think I was a couple of pins, like there was only four games, but I was a couple of pins short of averaging about 300 mm-hmm. for those four games. It was pretty good. <laughs> for sure. I, yeah. I bowled a couple of frames and I walked out of the pit and I said to Gil Baldwin, it's way too quiet in here. You got to make some noise. And he's good at that. Right? Yes. And uh, he was cheering me on and Ryan Jarvis had this has this huge clap. And so between the two of them, that's just what I, that's the only thing I heard out of all the noise or whatever else was going on. Yeah. And then I was just kind of stunned after it happened. I remember talking to you and uh, I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty amazing it was. (laughs) You were there watching? Yeah, I was there. You were on the teaching team, Debbie? Might have been on a teaching team at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chelsea was so on. We got to, so I got to see. <laughs> yeah. Nice yeah. that you get to be there too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And Keep we trying. borrowed the gal from Newfoundland in the open here, Cynthia Wheeland. Mm-hmm. And her mother was lives in Newfoundland. And she was bringing all kinds of things for me and this for me and that for me. And Cindy said, oh, you're lucky she didn't bring you dinner. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. <laughs> Quite hospitable. I had yeah. I had a, a friend, a YBC friend, um, that came every day, and he would slip me a little post-it note every day. Fun fun fact. Just nice. a little encouraging message. Yeah. Nice. It it's quite amazing the support that you know we receive when we're playing. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah. Very yeah. true. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So one question that I want to know more about, because I know Tracy put it on her like sheet to talk about, is a pair of bowling shoes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I used to tell us a little bit about these shoes. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Well, I where did I see those shoes? I think in maybe Nanaimo. And I just decided I needed to have a pair. And like 10 or 15 years ago, I could strut my stuff in those puppies. Not so much anymore. <laughs> we'll get you strutting again. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, if anybody knows Jackie, I mean, this is iconic. Yes. Jackie, right? Anybody who's been around her and I love it. And I had to make sure we were talking about these shoes today. Yeah, this is the first, like, I obviously haven't been around that long, but this is the first I've heard of these high heel bowling shoes. And so when Tracy sent me the picture today to put on, I'm like, okay, I got to know more about this. I think we all need a pair. Yeah. Right? They're so fun. 
We'll yep. get a shipment in. Yeah. <laughs> Take size seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who can yeah. put the bulk order in for us? That's we need right. them by, like, masters coming up. <laughs> My so, always says to me, pack those high heel shoes. You never Well, know. I actually, I would have actually assumed that you had those made, but you didn't have those made. No, the, I think they come out of the States. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I think we all need a pair. Yeah, yes. yeah. Awesome. like I would never have even thought that that would be a thing. Like, yeah. People, some people say to me, how do you bowl in those? I'm going, oh God, no, I don't bowl in those. Honestly, too, like after a long week of bowling, I don't know how you get your feet in those. I'm just craving a pair of flip-flops. Right? <laughs> even in just runners, my feet after like an open weekend are just so sore. I couldn't imagine wearing heels to do it. Mm-hmm. I think I might have wore them in Edmonton this uh last masters or open or whatever we played there i can't master it wouldn't yeah. surprise me i'm sure outside of your regular bowling shoes balls and shirt like that's <laughs> the next thing that you probably put in your your bag your luggage yeah. <laughs> that's awesome um <laughs> let's flip a little bit maybe one question each i think we're tracking pretty good on on time <laughs> but we'll start start with debbie um maybe just share like your most memorable moment in the sport. I know that you've had the opportunity to play with your three girls. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's not. Um, and it's hard when we put you on the spot, but maybe, maybe just share maybe something that's been super memorable for you in, in the sport. Uh, I have to say, I don't know if it's one time, but it's my time that I've spent with the youth. Mm. they've been incredible just 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 the impact that they give you oh they've given me far more than I've given them Mm -hmm. but we've had some just amazing teams and uh, we've spent a lot of you know I've spent a lot of time at nationals in these high level um, tournaments with these kids and it's really something when they come together and they just all buy in and you just go all the way just, it, must, it must be really um, impactful too to watch their growth. Oh, absolutely! Over, over the years, yeah. You know, like uh, it been at this a little. Like I don't do a youth program anymore since I've moved to Penticton. They don't have one here, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Um, but I spent a lot of time with the kids and uh, just, you know, and you know when you've got a winning team. Everybody buys in and, and to see it all come together is magic. So, you know, we've, we've had definitely a few, a few times that you just can't put a price on. So as much as I love my own personal accomplishments, I think if I was to, I think the kids, I think working with the youth has been fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. And then I really kind of liked uh, Regina. That was kind of fun, you know, making the eights. And, uh, yeah. you know, in Red Deer, that was, uh, I think, you know, now that there's no um, youth program, I feel like it's more about me now. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. Ready yeah. to go. I'm ready to go. Yeah. yeah. My granddaughter says, what my, what would my team name be? And I said, ready. <laughs> We're team ready. <laughs> Just as like to piggyback that nationals that you coached that you had all three of your girls on the team, Sudbury, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. I remember yes. playing against you guys that year. Oh, um, that's awesome. Team, so. 
And we were all like, hey, they're all like Ely's. <laughs> there, there was, what was that? That was the five-player team. Five and players and the, three, the three girls and myself. So there was, it was a lot of Ely. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of, we were like, okay, there's an Ely. And then there's another Ely and another Ely. <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only year that that could have happened. Because Chelsea was aging out and Alicia was just into seniors. So right. just what a memory. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Amazing. Did Love you it. get like Debbie, did you get like, oh, are you are you one of the sisters? Did you get did you get that? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's a nice compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It was it was so great. It was just like to get to go all the way was it was great. Yeah. yeah, I think there was a, and there was another team there. It was the DeGrazia. They had, I think, three boys. <laughs> yeah, Greg and the, and his two brothers. I think were on the same team as well that year. Could be, yeah, yeah, could be. <laughs> that was a long so, time ago. Oh, God. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, and we're still doing it. <laughs> we're still doing it. We're still we're here. Still yeah, I love yeah. it. And, yeah, the, the the um the gold medal that I won with the boys. I uh, have to say they were outstanding. Yeah. Like a, a, a group, you know, four boys that just said, let's go. And I said, yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's Do it. Go. Here we go. Yeah. So are, are any of them yeah. still bowling? Um, on that, from that team? Ryan Edwards. Ryan Edwards is still bowling. Had, uh, and uh, I think that's the only one out of them. Hmm. Brandon Kirk and uh, Braden Inkel. Ender Brinskin. Never can yeah. get it right. You know? right and Casey Robitaille was on that team. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Jackie, you started bowling at 48. Yes. We both thought 48 years, but now let's talk about 48. Who, like, how did you get involved in bowling at 48? Who, like, where did that come from? Well, my sister was bowling. And uh, so she got me to bowl a fun league on a Thursday night in Chilliwack. And then somebody said to me, oh, you should sign up for the Valley. I went, what, me? No, yes, okay. <laughs> so then there was a gal, she said, well, the first thing you're gonna do is get your ass up that lane. Cause I was like Kim Chadwick way back, eh? taking a big <laughs> run at the line. <laughs> and so it started with a Valley or a coast. And then somebody else said, oh, you should go try out for the TSN. So I did that. I didn't go out of the, out of the province, but um, yeah, so it just carried on like that. And then the next thing, somebody said, oh, you should bowl the open. You'll really like it. It was the most stressful thing I did in my life. <laughs> it I said still the is. Coach, last yeah. game, well, I think we only had to play one game and we were first place after the round robin. And I said to the coach, yeah. just put me in. If I'm no good, you can just get me out. Oh, no, he says, everything will be fine. Everybody's bowling fine. One of the gals, two pin. So the eighth frame, I get pulled in. Cleaned up that mess. And then Bob Gaylor, I was bowling with him. He punched 9-10. Yeah. He said to me, go throw a strike. So I did in 9. In 10, he says, go throw a strike. I did. Go throw another one. I did. I did. So struck out. We were 100 pins back from going to nationals. And then by the time I got done crying and turning around and high-fiving everybody, Gail Stubbings had struck out. So we kind of sealed the deal there. So that's, we went to nationals and we were, that was with Bob Gaylor and we went to Hamilton and oh, played wow. in that big house. Sure, I think it was called Sherwood as well, wasn't it? 
48 lane house yeah yeah i don't remember yeah yeah and then you were hooked then i was hooked well somebody said once you go to nationals you're hooked okay mm -hmm. yeah i'll go again after agree <laughs> yeah it's true it's a true yeah. story you're always chasing the next one right exactly yeah yeah, yeah. it has yeah. been um a pleasure to watch you both over the years, you know, thank you for your contribution. And actually just thank you for just being great, great friends at all those events. And I think it's wonderful that the two of you are like staples on the tour. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's really incredible um, to see it and it, it helps the rest of us, right. It encourages the rest of us. So yes, thank yeah. you for that. I mean, you've been one of yeah. yeah, I think it's beautiful. I think just your tenure and your accomplishments have to be recognized. That roadmap or that runway already that you've served up and the fact that you're still wanting to do it. Um, it's not recreational for the two of you. You're like still going after it and still trying to, you know, continue to be at, at your best and being on the tour, I think really really helps that and encourages mm -hmm. all of us every single day. So I just, yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there. Thank you for your friendship and just thank you for that platform for us. And are you oh, guys thank you. coming to Red Deer and Regina? I can. Uh, Regina, I'll, I'll be in Regina. I'm coming. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I have company coming. So Jackie's got some company. Yeah. <laughs> company. <laughs> company coming. Some days yeah. Are you ladies going to Regina? Keeping my fingers crossed. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, won't, I won't be in Regina, but I'll be in Red Deer. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll see how. Yeah, we'll see how that one goes. We'll try and get there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then we're gonna come. We're gonna come to the ladies diamond uh, yes. classic. Yes. yes. Excited we're, about that. We're Very come cool. at the end of this podcast. Towards the end, we'll be sharing some information around the diamond classic. So thank, thank you, and we'll. Sh We'll definitely be shouting you guys out because I know you're both you're both registered. Yeah. We're looking forward to that event for sure. Yeah, that'll yeah. be a blast. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Thank you. Well, thank you, ladies, both for joining us tonight and yes, for continuing to just do what you do on the lanes. Yeah, thanks for good. that. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, we'll awesome. see you soon. <laughs> Merry see Christmas, you ladies. Soon. Yeah. Bye bye. 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 Move amazing, yeah, beautiful. We are cruising along here. We have our next uh guest. She, I saw she joined us in the background. Do you want to introduce her and then we'll get the I'll get the video going? And yeah, I mean, first of all, look at her photo, she looks happy and she's had an incredible, incredible. Um, journey the last couple of years in bowling. I can't wait to to talk about her. Maybe we'll have her on and then maybe we'll just talk about some of our recent um, accomplishments. accomplishments. For sure. Yeah. All right, let's awesome. bring her in. Yeah. Hello. Hi. I would have done myself up if I knew you were picking a nice photo of me. <laughs> Beautiful photo of you. But we could have picked many, right? Yeah. You've had many like engagement photos and you and Dwayne together and like your recent accomplishments at the open and masters, like some beautiful photos.
photo, your favorite photo that you just recently picked. We didn't select that, but we know it's your favorite photo. We've been watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've been You've watching. had like a busy couple of years. Uh, yeah, a busy couple of years is uh, a good way to put it for sure. We're, it. we're not, we're not going to be able to highlight everything, but we do want to talk about it because honestly, like what you've accomplished in a very short period of time, obviously some things have changed for you. We want to pick your brain about that, but 2022, Alyssa was just an incredible journey for you. Open national singles, uh, silver medalist. So you went into a final there. Masters, uh, national single, silver medal, went into the final there. Very rare for an individual to go back-to-back -back finals in the same year, two different events. It's incredible. Your journey on the WCBT has been phenomenal. Um, 2022 TPC, or 33rd qualifier. Like Your qualifying rounds have been pretty consistent and very benchmark and I know Manitoba like you you've got one of your your all-time um high something that you wanted to accomplish where you finished um at TPC on the A side you finished on the A side in the 32s you played Sylvan you lost but you played great um B side 32s race to two played Kyle um Young you lost those matches but still incredible and then 22 Manitoba Open, you're a sixth place qualifier. I mean, like you're crushing, you're crushing it. Everything about your game has has changed. And Katie, Katie and I are going to talk about that because you come close to where we are, right? We know you. We watched you grow up. Your hometown girl. We're all from, you know, Edmonton. You know, we're also living in different cities for different reasons. But um, I'll ask the first question because. So obviously, a lot of You want to know what changed, why, how, how you got down to a road to 2022, and you know what we're going to look forward to seeing for the rest of the season. Uh, sorry, can you repeat the first part of that question? It was like super foggy. Yeah, it was a little bit muffled. Was yeah, it? Yeah. Just wanted to know. Can you there hear you me? It's clear. Yes. yes, good. Just wanted to know, Alyssa, what changed for you? How did you like what was the flip? Uh yeah. So um I obviously went through like the YBC program. I played a little bit recreationally out of there, went to school, traveled. I had different priorities, I think, really was the biggest thing. Um, and then when I moved out here, uh I obviously wasn't traveling anymore. It was COVID. I wasn't in school anymore. I was starting a new life, a new job, building a new clientele. And Dwayne said, he's like, hey, I want to be competitive. I want to go all in. Are you coming with me? And I was like, okay, well, I guess if we're doing this, like we may as well do it together because it's not like you also get vacation time if you're doing all the bowling things. Right. Uh, so yeah, we kind of tackled, we went like head first and, uh, yeah, I've been super competitive all my life. I played competitive fastball growing up and stuff too. And you've always had that competitive edge to want to be a little bit better. And even though I don't put the time into it, I still have the expectation that I should be very good at things. Um, and so <laughs> last season was the beginning of it was very frustrating, um, because I hadn't played a full season in six years. 
And uh, I still expected to be at that caliber that I left at. And uh, yeah, so we just, we did a lot of work. Um, obviously that was reflected by the successes that I had last season. And then I came into this season and had a whole new thing to tackle. And that was, it ultimately came down to just managing my expectations of myself again, um, but on a completely different level, because now I'd had the successes, but they still don't come easy. Like you still have to work for them. And just because you have been there doesn't mean you're always going to be there. Um, the work never stops. So I guess to answer your question, ultimately the switch flipped when I decided that I wanted to be competitive and I wanted to put the work in and I've just been committed and really going strong at it ever since. So. Yeah. I know one thing that I've noticed that you've kind of put a lot into in the last definitely year or so is the mental side of the game as well mm -hmm. like I've noticed at tournaments you kind of removing yourself taking time to really get in a good headspace coming back to the lanes like how are you using that mental game to like approach your game even at the nationals when you were playing the open singles and then having to coming off of a second at open and then going into a similar situation at masters like did the mental kind of play into that how did you prep for that yeah. Um, the mental game was something that I always, always, always struggled with. Uh, when I was growing up, dad was like, just grip it and rip it. Don't think about it. I was always the best when I did that. It was his best coaching strategy. Um, but then when Dwayne and I started working together, he's like, okay, like I understand that, but there's not always going to be times where you can just not be in your head. So you're going to have to learn how to get out when you are in there. And, um, yeah, so that's played a huge factor of just being able to step away, um, whether I'm having like a bad game, bad couple frames, whatever, and just like reset and find it so much faster than I used to. Um, have a couple of stinky frames instead of a couple of stinky games really makes a huge difference in, in qualifying and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, definitely plays in. Um, I didn't leave the Open Nationals feeling 100% satisfied. I, mostly because like I played super well the qualifying finished first qualifier overall after the three days and then I didn't feel like I left it all out on the lane like nerves definitely got to me that's the first time on like the adult national stage actually first time on like the national national stage in that gold medal match ever um right. so yeah I was definitely working through a lot of that and it, it overtook me for sure and so my biggest thing was that I wanted to learn how to manage that a little bit better because I had a second chance at it last year so um i feel like i came to masters uh, again finished first qualifier overall um and then yeah it was, it was different like the nerves are always still there but once you learn how to manage them a little bit better it gets a little bit easier each time um i'm definitely a lot less sweaty on sunday <laughs> that like gripping the ball <laughs> used to be um but ultimately it really comes down to like breath work I've been doing like more meditation and more breath work um, and learning how to manage it when you feel like your heart rate is speeding or you're getting your body temperatures heating up and stuff like that. It's just, it's an easy way to calm you down. Going for a spare shot, even take an extra yeah. breath. That extra second is like probably the difference between you taking it or not. So, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, another question I have. So this year, one of the reasons like we had our last two guests, you are one of the only women who have played all three WCBT events. You've made cuts at two out of three of them. Big question. Why are you not a member yet? <laughs> uh, okay, so fun story. Uh, I am not a member because my expectation is to, well, up until this point, was to 
play, gain experience, um, continue on like my educational journey. Uh, I ultimately just procrastinated too long and then didn't put my uh, registration membership in (laughs) Calgary. And then Calgary happened and I was like, oh, I shot 1600 for eight games. It's fine. That's where my season's going to go. So note to self next year, I'm just going to put you in. Like, I'm just putting putting you in. Like someone put her in. Someone put her in. Right? Just do it. Ultimately, just like it had never been a concern of mine in the past. And then this year, it I thought about it, but we were starting and I couldn't get the form, whatever. Ultimately, there's a lot of excuses. I just So next year, though. Yes. You're going to get the membership? Yes, I will yes. get them. Yes. Everybody has it. It's now in video form. She can't turn back now. <laughs> you guys all have to hold me accountable. We recruited another WCBT member. You're welcome. <laughs> Freaking love it. Um, I'm going to go like off the rails here and not even ask you a bowling question. But like, how's the wedding planning going? Uh, wedding planning is going. It is, uh, well, slow and steady wins the race. We have decided, um, Mexico spring of 2024. So I'm just waiting to hear back from the travel agent with some more details and narrow down the resorts that we like, um, to our top five. So I'm not sure exactly where we go from here. She comes back with price points and then how exactly that works. But, um, we decided it's it's honestly the easiest, the most low maintenance for kind of family traveling from all over the place. We want to have a good time. We want to have a bunch of friends there. I think everyone's kind of craving a vacation at this point. So, yeah, it'll just be uh, it'll be good. So slowly, slowly getting there. But as long uh, as it's not planned on a huge bowling weekend. No, but right? um, that is definitely in our criteria. Uh, we are looking between March and April, with the exclusion of Easter weekend. Mm-hmm. That okay. one's in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's not usually too too much minus. I guess a master set in there somewhere too but yeah exactly you guys would be missed on some of those key dates that's for sure yeah the plan is to still play so uh we won't be missing any of that that's awesome amazing so um in looking ahead to what comes next for you are we going to see you regina red deer what are your goals for the rest of the season yeah um i will be in both regina and red deer unless unforeseeable circumstances come forward uh i would really really love to make the women's uh i know you guys are talking a little bit more about that later the dates for me they're tough if the goals for the season are to make open and masters again right at smack in the middle between those two nationals so it makes it a little bit harder that's a lot of time off in a short period of time but like I said, things can happen, things can change. So ultimately would like to do everything. But uh, when you have a house before and a wedding to plan and all the other things to do, it makes it a little tough. But uh, I am signed up doubles with Josie. So um, yeah, that uh, is a bug in my ear for sure to try to make it happen as long as I can. But goals for the rest of the season. um, Honestly, I'm really, really working hard to make both Masters and the Open again. I would love to make double singles again, but obviously that's a tough feat to face. There's a lot of really, really great women out here. Um, so yeah, we've had only two master sets so far. Uh, we don't play another one now until February. So that uh, seems like forever away. Um, How did the first set go? 
Uh, first set, I I won. I shot uh, my new personal best, twenty two ninety nine. I shot for my eight game set. Uh, and then our second set that we had at St. James, coincidentally, the week before uh, the Manitoba Open, I shot eighteen sixty, um, which was one of those mental things that was playing on me. Uh, we play league there every Friday. Uh, I'm averaging at one point, like four weeks ago, I was averaging two nineteen in league. And we came to Masters and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like this place has me. Maybe bowl of shift. Like it's it's hard. Yeah. It's really yeah. hard. I heard that it was tough. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, like the place is tough. I find it a very fair scoring house in the sense right. that there's no like advantage or disadvantage to a fastball, slow ball, et cetera. It's not like you're getting a bunch of kickbacks or anything like that. Um, he does oil on a 10 day pattern. So that makes it a little bit tougher as well, because you're never going in with the same lane conditions every week. Um, but ultimately I think in the long run, it's made me a better player because I've had to learn how to adjust to different lane conditions every week. Um, but yeah, I was like, okay, masters salvaged it, made it a two I'm okay with it. I can work with it. Had a high big one. And then, uh, yeah, I think like going into the Manitoba Open, I just had no expectations at that point because I'd been struggling there all season up until that point. And then like I won my shift and I averaged 270 and I was like, okay, so it's actually not the place. I'm trying to bring the place. <laughs> Maybe it has a little bit to do with something else. <laughs> it, it's definitely me. I'm the problem. <laughs> I love it. Um, Alyssa, I just want to say congratulations on, on your season last year. It was un, it's unbelievable. Everybody in the country knows who Alyssa Campbell is. And I think just to watch it from an outsider perspective, um, obviously I, I played you in a very serious uh, match last year. It was just beautiful um, to watch how you hold yourself, how, um, how far your game has come in a short period of time. And it's beautiful to see that it's still happening. So congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed our match and I hope to be back there against you one day soon. I'm going to retire soon, Alyssa. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us tonight, Alyssa. Yeah, and thank good you. Luck for with the rest, good luck with the rest of the season. Thank you. Yes, I will see you guys soon, I'm sure. Merry Christmas, sure. Alyssa. Merry Christmas, guys. Bye. Bye. All right. I adore her. Who's in here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's had such a good season already. So she really did. Yeah. I'm sure that the rest of the season is going to go amazing as well for her. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to go even farther east. So I, when we were planning what we were going to put on our podcast this week, um, at that time, there was a post that came up on Facebook and I texted mm -hmm. Tracy saying like, hey, I think we need to like take a look at some of this. And then mm -hmm. as the week went on, yeah. more and more of these posts kept popping up on my Facebook page. And I'm like, wow. And Tracy's like, I think we need to just like highlight them all. Let's bring all of the pictures up and kind of go through all of the Newfoundland elite players of the year that they have just named. There's some fantastic talent out mm -hmm. of Newfoundland. Yeah, they were um, beautifully executed on Facebook. So yeah, okay, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be flipping back and forth here. So you're gonna have to bear with me. But we mm -hmm. just kind of wanted to highlight um, who is coming out of Newfoundland for female and male players of the year. We're gonna do the mm -hmm. whole spectrum out there. 
All um, 10 of them. All 10 of them. They had 10 um, individuals and teams that they were highlighting. So uh, I'll kind of go through the first, which are the youth elite players of the year. So Amy Harris. She is 2021-22 was a golden season for her and a member of the undefeated Newfoundland Youth Challenge team winning the gold medal. Um, she was on the all-star team. She won a gold in the trios team and a national singles gold for the YBC um, senior singles. So 234 average and a youth challenge average of 236. But then the trios, 293 average. Um, I'm not sure how old Amy is. I'm, I... I don't know a lot of the youth players out of Newfoundland, but 293 average at a tournament is outrageously good. Um, And then her counterpart out of there, the elite youth male of the year, Jack Walsh. So he also was on that team that was the undefeated Newfoundland youth challenge team winning gold. He's won bronze as a member of the senior boys doubles team, 257 average at youth challenge, 230 average um, at nationals and the gold of the youth challenge team. So that team was unstoppable. So I actually know Trina pretty well. So Trina Green actually was the 2022 uh, pins over average female of the year. Um, She's actually competed at a very high level um, over the decades. Um, It looks like she's had some incredible um, success uh, for the the 22 uh, season. Um, obviously, um, competing at a high level. Um, so up, uh, plus 507 for provincial masters total POA plus 313, uh, for masters nationals, uh, POA. She won 13, uh, match plays, um, at masters, which is actually really unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, single game high pins over average plus 119, Congratulations, Trina. That's amazing. And then Quilton Yelich, um, 2022 pins over average male of the year. Quinton um, had an un- a b- unbelievable year um, at Masters Nationals. He led POA and in individual uh, match play victories uh, for the teaching men's team. Um, he was plus 315 National Masters POA. He won nine and a half um, match play wins and plus 149 for his high single, which is incredible. So congratulations to Trina and Quentin. Um, Switching over to their coach of the year, Art Wells. He had a season of perfection last year, representing coach at three different nationals and walking away with gold at each one. Um, so he had a gold on his girls trios team, his youth challenge team and his open women's team. I watched that open women's team play. They were unreal. Um, so, I mean, when you look at his credentials, it's nothing but gold down there. He had a fantastic season last year. And one of the members of that team was Katie Wells, who's now uh, the 2022 rookie of the year. So she was on the national open team and she was also representing singles for the open team. Um, and she was in the finals for that. So she ended up with a 275 provincial average at singles, 254 national open average, 249 provincial masters average, 244 national masters average. She ended up qualifying stepladder, finishing fourth, um, and was a member of the gold medal winning team and qualified for the tournament women's team for masters, which finished in seventh. So 
she had a fantastic season as well. Congratulations. I mean, Art, that gave me goosebumps when I saw four golds at the bottom of the screen there. That's that's right. Like that's, that's what incredible. anybody would love to have. Yeah, we talk about goosebumps. Yeah. Four golds. <laughs> Just an average year. Courtney yeah. Lucas. The pleasure of meeting uh, Courtney this year at Masters. So she she's been named 2022 Elite Female Player of the Year. She's had a tremendous year. Her provincial uh, Masters average was 257. Her national uh, Masters average was 256. Her national Open average 261. Like super super um, consistent in terms of what she accomplished last year. And then obviously the icing on the cake for Courtney was her gold medal uh, win at the uh, Open this year. So congratulations, and Courtney. When she threw the final ball in 10 that like sealed the deal, that center in Newfoundland, her home center, was electric. Like you, it was unreal to watch even as someone who had just like lost. Watching yeah. that gave right. me goosebumps and I'm like, wow. Like she handled the pressure so well and just – through such a confident shot to throw the, like an absolute bomb to win. Unreal. Oh, and what can we say about Shane? We, we know him. He's close to heart, but 2022 oh, elite male of the year. We love you. Uh, but again, uh, incredible, uh, incredible season. Uh, 303 provincial open singles average. Um, that That's hard to do that over 300 um, club 278 national open singles average. 263 national open uh, team average and then uh, stunning 293 national masters average and and uh, they had an incredible year um, at masters this year that Newfoundland uh, team just competing at a really really high level um, capturing a silver medal so just want to congratulate Shane that's it's unbelievable and then this is that dream team that youth challenge team um, they were at the 2022 national championships and went undefeated 10 and 0 in the round robin, which is unheard of. And then went six and 0 in the championship round. So completely undefeated um, to win gold, a well-deserved gold. Their team set three national records, a high game, a high three game and a high 10 game. And they have two bowlers that made the national all-star team and one took home the national scholarship. So what an incredible team that they had going on there. Jack Walsh, Brady Roberts, Jordan Dix-Park, Amy Harris, Abigail Tiller, and Vanessa Elliott-Lynch, coached by Art Wells and Karina Sears. What a bright future for Newfoundland. Hey, their youth program right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Do you want to talk about this fantastic group of people? Yeah, they look amazing. But a National Open Host Committee, uh, Volunteers of the Year. Hey, it's not easy to pull off a national event in your home centre. A lot of uh, hard work. I'm planning um, one right now for Edmonton, <laughs> so like it's it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot, but they rallied together. Look at these smiles. I'm sure it wasn't always easy, but um, you yeah. know, if it's not for the volunteers, like it just it does not go off as well as we hope to be. So I just want to throw out uh, congratulations and commitment to the volunteers from the Newfoundland um, committee: uh, Craig Ford, Michelle Penny. Jennifer Hogan, uh, Ryan Glynn, Megan Galcano, and then Art Wells. So um, thank you for your contribution um, and the added value, value to make Newfoundland Nationals, um, again, uh, another event that we all love going to Newfoundland. So, yeah. 
Um, yeah. So congratulations to all of the mm-hmm. ones, all the people nominated and put into their players of the year. Um, it's a great accomplishment and it deserves to be celebrated. And I'm glad we were able to kind of highlight that. The posters were unreal. When they, when I, when they popped up on my Facebook, they instantly caught my eye. I agree. I thought the posters were unbelievable. And honestly, like you, you do kind of catch a few things that are happening in the season, but this literally captured, I mean, obviously there's even outstanding performance beyond um, what they recognized but the posters, in in my opinion, being like on the outside, um, on the other end of the really, country. yeah, really, really captured um, my attention. And um, you know, had it not been for that, we probably wouldn't, have, you know, even uh, spoke around it. But huge yeah. accomplishment. We'd love to see more of that across uh, across the country. I and mean, it's just fabulous. Yeah, it's a great way to highlight the talent mm-hmm. we have in this sport. Yeah. All right. Miss Stacy is up next. I'm going to go to here and we'll bring in Stacy for a little update. Hello. Hello. Hi, Stacy. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. I love the light up sweater. Yep. Beer holder. Flashing lights. You're like a Christmas tree all on your own. Little beer holder there. It's riches. I don't know. Oh, bad sweater day. New background looks amazing. Christmas Fab Five, courtesy of Michaela. Thank you, Michaela. (laughs) The little tech one over there just gets things done way faster than I can do it. (laughs) Yeah. I hear you have lots of updates to give us, lots of new things, lots of notes. Yes. Well, like we launched, I think, the that night of our last podcast, right? We put it online and, and yeah. set it out and it went like off the chart. My phone wouldn't stop going off. I had to put it on Michaela's phone too, because I was like, you have to like put a Google sheet together, like do something. Cause this is crazy. So we do have some little stats here. Uh, we have 66 or 68 total entries, 39 double entries, which is great. Cause we were only opening up to 32 teams. So we expanded to 48 Oh, wow. Um, we have 77 scratch entries, but 48 individual ones. POA, we have 21 total, 18 individual ones. So that's the POA. The response has been wonderful. And we wanted to really see that group of ladies involved as well. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, we have entries from BC to Newfoundland. It, they're from across the country. Yeah. Um, I guess like if I, I have to say a few thank yous, because if I don't do this, I might be sleeping in the cold, but really I can't even tell you everybody out there. Michaela has like taken over this for Tracy, Sheena and Annette and myself and being the organized one that works like 24 seven on it. And Melissa Manor and the Newfoundland bowling tour has come through like unbelievable questionnaire and Tim Wiseman. I'm sure they don't want my messages anymore <laughs> about this, that and the other thing, but uh, exciting, real exciting news. I mean, we have over $5,000 in sponsorship already and a lot of sponsors still to come. Um, Body Things is our title sponsor. So thank you so much. That's Brittany Johnson from Calgary, her company. The Fab Five is in there. Sheena Owens and Camp Blair, High Performance Coatings, 
Tops Pizza is going to do our Friday night doubles, like a little buffet style appetizers pizza. Yeah. And they are saving their bottles and returning their bottles to donate to the Diamond Lady. So that's pretty cool. Hmm. I was really hoping to have the hotel information, but uh, I think they're really pushing to the new year. So hopefully for your next podcast, I'll have a hotel. This is probably more Tracy than me, but Sarah Olette is doing, looking at the travel range, like watching flights and stuff for us. Yeah, we're going to get a little, she's looking at, you know, best deals in the moment kind of thing. And we'll start doing some uh, announcements in the new year. So thank you, Sarah, for, for helping us out. Um, I talked a little bit with DB about merch and we should have some kind of sample merch uh, for a couple of us or stuff to be out there for Regina, I'm hoping. And maybe I haven't really reached out to Chris Bradford, but since he's so good at doing the razzes, maybe he'll do a couple razzes for us too. We'll just sign <laughs> him up into the Diamond Ladies. <laughs> he has no choice now. He's just signed well, up. No. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's going really well. I think it went off the charts more than what we expected. And, uh, you know, if you build it, they will come. And Sheena says that to us a lot. And it's working. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah. when I, the, it popped up on my Facebook to sign up and go through your Google form to put in the entries and stuff. And I looked at the form and I was surprised at how many people had already early entried. Yeah, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to get double spotted now just because it's starting to fill up. So like if I wait, even if I don't have a partner and then a partner found me. So That's that was perfect. nice, but <laughs> a partner found me. Partner I, think, found me. I think it's just been, uh, it's been fun to be a part of. Um, obviously there's a lot of hard work by a lot of different people who are doing it. it just this overwhelming sense of community um, for her. And what it shows us is that like she, she's been desiring this for a long time. It's not Mm -hmm. that we're, you know, we, we've been desiring to play WCBT and we've been having an awesome time doing that, but this is just a little extra, an event for her. It's going to be a fun weekend for whoever decides to come. Like the plan is for it to be, you know, fun, but competitive, but teachable as well. Give people moments to like learn and, and uh, meet new people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like a weekend for her, you know, it's uh, I think that we're really trying to push that. That's like really kind of Sheena's avenue uh, when she's describing it. And, and when she texts me and says, don't forget to say this or make sure you say this. Or I'm like, Sheena, read this. Is this OK? Because, you know, we have our, our little lawyer chats. But, uh, you know, it, it is about building the community and it is about keeping us together and it, I mean it's it's going to be a great weekend and I think we're all looking so forward to it other you know than as much work as my staff's going to have to put in that weekend <laughs> but, it's going to be worth it so but it will be end. so worth it it'll be so worth it I can tell like my dad is really like he's so excited about this I haven't seen that for a long time with him and and he is so excited when I'm like dad it's going crazy we have 40 entries we have 50 entries we have 60 entries so it's right. uh, it's only going to be it's better off. Yeah. yeah and I people think- have so much time in between now and when it happens to like continue to put entries in exactly. I think too it enables Stacy and like the committee to continue to work right like on the fundraising part mm-hmm. um just try and you know, nothing stagnant that we're trying to go after every possible thing that we can. 
Uh, there'll be learnings from the event, right? Like format, attendance, like all of yeah. that, that will just like regroup and, you know, analyze after the event's done. But like, it's almost like you don't know what you don't know. And, you know, I just want to emphasize what we do know is like the amount of support that we are getting either privately or openly about attending. Like, it's going to be fabulous, fabulous people traveling from across the country to, to be here. So we're really just trying to make sure that we do the best job that we possibly can. Right. Totally. It'll be fine. It's going to run so smooth. Yeah. It's never, you know, an <laughs> ideal time, but why not? Why not? Yeah. Do it regardless so that we can learn, learn from it. Right. So. Exactly. Yeah. And there's no, I mean, what, what, how do you go through our schedule and, and find an ideal time? I mean, if anybody has any suggestions, please throw it out to mm -hmm. us because <laughs> this schedule is like hard totally between cool. everything. Right. Yeah. 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 Pro league, WCBT, like yeah. Masters, provincials, <laughs> nationals, like, and everything else in between, like extremely, um, extremely hard. So the fact that we, you know, Stacy founded a, a date, you should see her scribble on a piece of paper about dates. It's just, it's, it's just, you know, fun. So anyways, I can't, I can't wait. Yeah. Me too. Me nice. too. It's going to be, it's going to be better than I think we, we expected. And I look forward to like the next couple of months of like, you know, more entries and, and see how we have to adapt to it too. Right. Because, you know, yeah. it's, it's the kind of trial and error. Yeah. Let's, and let's if you're on the fence about playing, come play. Yeah. Come, yeah. Come and play. Exactly. It's not going to be minus 40 like it is right no, now. It's it's like about plus 20. More, nice. more nicer weather, not this. Yeah. Your flights probably won't get canceled due to weather. So that'll probably be good. Not. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Your car will start. Your yeah. car will start. Yeah. You don't have to like bundle up just to get to the bowling alley. So. Yeah, totally. That alone will be nice. <laughs> Diamond Ladies Classic. Can't wait. Yes. Yeah. Well, Merry Christmas, girls. Yeah. Hey, Stacey, Stacey, thanks for the update. New Happy New Year. See you in the new year. You betcha. Thanks, Stace. Wow. Yeah, exciting. That's big numbers already. That's nice. With like um huge runway, right? To still go. There's still so much planning um, to do right. and um you know, Stacy's working really hard and the committee's working really hard to just make sure we can get as much sponsorship as we possibly can prior to the event and just kind of make it happen. And literally the goal is obviously, you know, high level competition, but encourage development um, and learning like for all levels um, right. of the sport for her. So it's going to be great. No, that's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of big events, WCBT yeah. just had Manitoba open. Yeah, it's kind of our last little recap, hey? Our last little recap, yeah. Mm -hmm. This was their, like, kind of big debut. The first year they were, like, officially official on the WCBT tour. And from yeah. what I hear, it ran really smoothly. Mm -hmm. They did an excellent job. And um, congrats to Derek Holm, who ended up winning the whole event. I know that was exciting to have one of our Alberta players out there doing that. And um, yeah, it was from what I hear, I didn't go, but I heard it was tough, but fair and good. 
yeah, we, we couldn't go because we were renovating our, our, our kitchen, big, you know, world problems here yeah. <laughs> at our house. But, um, you know, hopefully next year I can make it happen because I've, I used to play in some of those old uh, Winnipeg um, events and they were always a great, great timing and, and just great, great people and great hosts. Yeah. Um, so we had 24 individual female players head out to Winnipeg for it. Um, and they threw 29 shifts, four different provinces. So we had four players from BC. So Debbie and Jackie went with a couple of the other girls from BC. Saskatchewan had three players. Manitoba showed up. They had 13 come out and Ontario had three. So great local support, but also great mm. support from across the country. Across the country. So that's amazing. So qualifiers, Alyssa Campbell, we already talked about this uh, qualified um, six. Um, she ended up throwing a 2185. She actually threw a 348 our last game, which is incredible. It's a huge last game um, to be uh, sixth qualifier. The pressure's on. Yeah. yeah, that's not an easy game to pull off. Um, no. Sam Sitar qualified 24th. Um, and she shot 2085, which is um, huge. Um, she shot a 325 in there, her second game. Uh, Crystal Hibner, um, she qualified 34th. She started with a 376, like huge game, um, shooting a 2027. And then hometown girl Jennifer Daffini, she qualified 37th. Um, looks like her third game was a 311 and she shot 2025. So just um, averaged over uh, 250. Yeah. And the way they do it in Manitoba in the, in the Winnipeg Open is all the qualifiers from 21st to 48th then get seated into like four player category or four player divisions. And then they play a three game round Robin and each match play you win 50 point bonus. So mm -hmm. um, Sam, Crystal and Jennifer all had to play in their um, play in round. Sam won all three of her matches in her bracket to make it into the top, top 20 or top 32s. Um, both Crystal and Jennifer ended up, being done after that round, but they both played fantastic all weekend. And then, yeah, yeah. and then from there, the top 32s get put into brackets of eight and they play a seven game round robin, same format where the winner gets a 50 point bonus of that. Um, so Alyssa and Sam both played in that. They both ended up getting eliminated in that round, but still had some pretty impressive games. Alyssa won one of her matches, Sam won four of hers. Um, it was just tough competition out there. Ladies, great job. Um, there was nine games between 300 and 350 for the women. Uh, Alyssa Campbell, she had three of them out of the nine, 348, 323, 309. That season she's having. <laughs> know, it's been unreal. Um, Get a Mark, membership. <laughs> yeah, and, no kidding. This would have been the perfect time for her to have yeah. one. Uh, Marla, Sam, Jennifer, Deanna, Crystal, and Jackie all had um, really beautiful 300s as well. So congratulations, Lacey. Yeah. That's, that's unreal. And then obviously all we talked about this. All, all We had four women um, average between 273 and 253. So yeah. just good, good bowling. All made the cuts. Yeah. 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 Other than that. Regina, here we come. Regina. Regina's next. February. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward two, to it. Two more events to play, WCBT. So, um, and then, yeah, other than that, big games were happening around the country. Yeah. Jackie 400 at Golden Mile. Yeah. On Monday. What I learned today, because I reached out to Crystal, um, Crystal and her play, there's like a new format, or maybe it's an old format, but they play a four-game doubles league that's handicapped in their, their 
doubles partner. It mm-hmm. ended up still actually had to pre-bowl and she shot her 360. And so, and then Jackie came out clutch and, uh, and, and shot her 400, shot her 400 games. So that, that's nothing unfair. like a, a 760 double for a, yeah, a coming from two, <laughs> two singles, uh, I, masters champions. Yeah. I don't remember the year, but I, I, I do know that they've both won a singles title. So unreal. Yeah. So and got it. Put them together. And put them together and you get a 760. <laughs> Heat, right? Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And happy birthday, Krista Purdy. Yeah, Krista, Krista is celebrating a birthday. So happy birthday. Wow. Look at us. We're on time again boys just so you know here we go yes so other than that if you're still looking for a cameo hit us up we're ready <laughs> yeah it's a good good we are ready good fun we we've got the background it's all good yeah um you can do whatever for, you're looking for <laughs> that's right um next ladies podcast is uh january, january 18th so like just like right before a lot of the open qualifying yeah. uh round so i'm looking forward to that uh to do yeah. that with we Katie. should have des back on for that one giving us a little bit of a coaching update mm-hmm. stacy should have some hotel details for us um but other than that i hope everyone has from both of us a very happy new year and merry christmas and happy holidays and we have a little bit of a break before yeah everything starts rest. up tournament season <laughs> yeah awesome um today was lovely thanks again for all our our guest, Katie, thanks for just being a really great co-host. I hope that you have um, an, a little bit of time, a little break from the madness in the classroom. And uh, we'll see everybody in the new year. And enjoy Mexico. Thank <laughs> you. With Jennifer and Pamela. Yes, that'll be fun. <laughs> I may not come back the same person. You might not. It'll be fine. And that's okay. And that's okay. All right, guys. <laughs> Have a fantastic holidays and we will see you next month. Merry Christmas, everyone.